Welcome to the Inspire Careers Spotlight Series, presenting informational, educational, and entertaining interviews and insights about today's leading career management topics. Your host is Kathy Lanzalaco, CEO of Inspire Careers. Kathy is a member of the Forbes Coaches Council and an award-winning resume writer. Inspire Careers provides career marketing support to executives and professionals and is home to the Inspire Careers Student Professional Launch Program the only new college graduate success program in the country. Follow Kathy on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for new career-related content shared daily, and visit inspirecareers.com to learn more about Kathy and her unique career path from registered nurse to HR leader to entrepreneur, business owner, and podcast host. The podcast you are about to listen to can also be found as a video podcast on the Inspire Careers YouTube channel. Enjoy. Kathy Lanzalaco from Inspire Careers here with another episode of Spotlight on Recruiting, the video podcast series where I introduce you to recruiters in the Western New York area. And we pull back the curtain a bit and kind of learn a little bit about recruiters, learn how they work, learn how they interact with their clients, which is the employers and with job seekers. So today I am really honored to have Lauren Lewis. Welcome, Lauren. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. Lauren Lewis is a partner at Staff Buffalo, and she is also the president of BNHRA, which is the local Buffalo Niagara Human Resource Association. Staff Buffalo is a certified woman-owned business and certified staffing firm here in the Buffalo area. And we're going to talk to Lauren a little bit about that and about her role in Western New York, helping get people back to work here. But Lauren also is very involved in the Western New York community with a lot of nonprofits. She's also got a, a history in pharmaceutical sales, so she's got a really exciting story to tell. And her impact on Western New York is very much appreciated and very much felt. So welcome again. Lauren. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kathy. That's a nice intro. Wow. Well, well, I'm going to let you finish it. So as we start cool. every interview and I say, tell us a little bit about yourself, Lauren. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Kathy mentioned, I have a background in pharmaceutical sales. Um, I went to college in New York City and I kind of started as a chemistry major thinking I wanted to be a pharmacist. Quickly learned that that was not the place <laughs> for me. I did not like being in labs. And I was like, I'm in school in New York City. How do I take advantage of everything the city has to offer and, you know, figure out what I want to do with my life. So I mm -hmm. quickly changed majors from chemistry, ended up as a communications and media studies major, but I interned a lot in Manhattan in advertising sales and public relations. So it was really cool. I got to work for NBC Universal. So I was at you know, Rockefeller Ooh, Center and I went nice. to Condé Nast. Yeah. And I worked for a really fun um, public relations firm in New York called Allison Broad Public Relations. And it was a dream for a college student for an unpaid um, internship because I got to take home a lot of the product that we had. So it was beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. So I was taking home like shampoo, conditioner, hair products, makeup, like bath products. It was like the best. I remember we coming with like shopping bags full of full of goods. But um, that was kind of my favorite internship. So I learned a lot about 
branding because Alison Bod was a you know female entrepreneur, started her own firm. It was pretty small and pretty new when I still got there, but she was huge on branding and branding her own firm. And so I remember just kind of carrying that with me when we started Staff Buffalo. But um, when I got out of college, I moved back to Buffalo and got a job in pharmaceutical sales, which was kind of nice because I was able to blend my internship experience and sales experience with me thinking I wanted to do become a pharmacist. So I kind of got the, the, the good side of both. Um, and I love pharmaceutical sales. I loved, you know, talking with my customers and the nurses in the offices, the receptionists, the entire medical staff and team and the doctors. And I love talking with the patients in the waiting room. So I realized I really loved working with people and I love building relationships. What was really missing for me in pharmaceutical sales was like the connection to Western New York. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, although my territory was always Western New York, you know, a company was based in Indianapolis. One was based in New Jersey. So there was no real tie here. Um, and I always want to start my own company. So I was fortunate that my cousin, Maggie Shea, who's now my business partner too, we kind of ran into each other in Starbucks in Williamsville. And I say run in because like Maggie and I grew up very close and I've always been extremely close and I always knew what's going on in each other's lives, but we never had that conversation where it was like, I want to start a business until that day at Starbucks. I happened to say that to her. She said it to me and we're like, let's, let's do it. So we brainstormed a bunch of different ideas and then ultimately we landed on the recruiting field and started Staff Buffalo in April of 2015. Wow. So we've been around six years now, which is awesome. Uh, people always ask me like, how did you move from pharmaceutical sales to recruiting? Like they're so different. Yes and no, but the main gist of everything I do is building relationships with people. So now I'm building relationships with companies and hiring managers and business owners in Western New York. We're also building relationships all the time with job seekers. So, you know, it's different type of sales. Like I'm always listening to people, understanding what their needs are and helping to provide them with a solution, whether it's helping to find a company with a great person to join their team or it's helping to find uh, or helping a job seeker land their dream job. So, you know, it's, it's, we're always doing that type of stuff and building the relationships that we can make those matches and pair those people and companies together um, in the future. So, and I think there's so many people out there now, Lauren, that are making those shifts. You know, yeah. our working lives are so long that to do one thing forever isn't isn't very common anymore, right. and it isn't even very practical. And you know, I like you. I share very often. My first career was as a registered nurse, yeah. and then I worked in HR for many many years. <laughs> not, we're not going to count those years today, but many <laughs> years. So, but I think it helps when we're talking to job seekers, letting them know mm-hmm. what the possibilities are, and then being able to say, "Yeah, I've done this before." or I've been in your shoes before. So, you know, maybe that's, that's a great way to start too. So let's talk about who exactly is your client. And that doesn't necessarily mean names of your clients, although you certainly can mention those, but talk to, talk to us a little bit about, so job seekers understand where you're coming from, what your perspective is, who you're serving. And then let's talk a little bit about the open search assignments that you currently have. Yeah, absolutely. So our clients are local companies. So we're hyper-focused in the Western New York market. Um, Majority of our clients are built in Buffalo, based in Buffalo, um, and kind of serving our area. We have worked on positions outside of the area, but usually as a Buffalo-based company, Mm -hmm. or it's someone who's from Buffalo originally and moved elsewhere and started a business somewhere else. Um, We work with really any size companies, small, medium, some large. I personally, my favorites are the small to medium-sized companies. I think we can really make some great impact with them with with their hiring. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and you know, there's less like kind of loopholes to get through. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> but it's really any industry. We span everything, you know, manufacturing, healthcare, the legal industry, nonprofit industry, um, government agencies. We worked with a lot of different um, companies and they come to us when they have a specific hiring need. We focus primarily at Staff Buffalo on anything office level admin up to the C-level jobs. We do a lot in accounting, finance, legal, human resources, sales, marketing, general business operations. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. Customer service. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That, and, you know, and that, but that just demonstrates again, what a great job pool there is here in the Western New York area and how there is such a diverse need for staffing. And we're not even always talking about, of course, the topic today is, is about lack of staffing for so many organizations, but there's a lot of jobs out there. Let's talk a little bit about some of the open search assignments you have now. What, what kind of roles are you looking to fill? Yeah, so um, we have a variety right now, uh, anything from sales to accounting positions, office manager, office coordinator, office administrator positions, customer service positions. We have a great um, software company that we work with that does classes of customer service reps every few months. And so we've been working with them to help fill these classes of customer service lab, customer service reps. Um, they really are like an admission support representative because they're helping to support this software company with their customers. And their customers are occupational therapy colleges okay. and helping to... Um, navigate the application process for their students and then seeing it through through like the financial aid process and enrolling in the college really. So um, we work with them, which is a great, great organization. A lot of our customer service reps have been there for a long time. They find themselves maybe starting in a temporary role and moving to a permanent position. And there's great opportunity there for compensation. There's opportunities for overtime, shift differential pay if you're working like a, a later shift in the evening, or if you pick up a weekend shift. They really try to make sure that they are compensating and rewarding their employees and helping them develop and grow professionally too, which is great. So that's an exciting one. We just got that job in yesterday and there's start classes looking at October 11th. So if anyone's interested in those types of roles, definitely reach out to us. Um, we have attorney positions, personal injury attorney, um, legal assistant, legal secretaries, and human resources jobs. We do get a lot of human resources positions whether it's a HR generalist or human resources business partner, director of HR, we work on a lot of those types of positions. One of the exciting ones we have right now is a director of HR for a healthcare facility. So they'd be looking for someone with like strong OSHA experience, strong union experience, someone who's been involved with like labor negotiations before. Um, so that's an exciting one. And just a great organization to work for. We can really make some impact with, um, you know, with people in the community. And what else am I forgetting on our jobs? <laughs> oh, sales, of course. We have a couple of sales jobs we're working on. So sales within the technology field, um, some sales support roles. So there really is a variety. So our recruiters are always talking to different job seekers. You know, whether they're actively looking for their job for next job or they're just open to it to really understand like what their work experience has been like and what they're looking for in the next career move. So that you know, we kind of help match make with all these different types of positions that we have and are con- consistently getting in. I love that analogy, the matchmaking piece. 
Um, and when I talk to my clients that are job search clients, and we talk about being able to find that right match of the company, what's going to have the right type of job they want, the right culture, mm -hmm. the, the right overall fit. That's so important about the matchmaking piece. So when job seekers come to you, Lauren, they come to you with hopefully, well, sometimes they come with a resume, sometimes they don't. But what, yeah. what is the best advice that you give job seekers when they come to you looking to see if potentially you have a role that they could fit? What kind of things do you advise them? I really try and talk to them about, you know, just being honest with themselves and honest with us about what they're looking for in, in their next role and really evaluating and doing some research to figure out what type of company do you want to be at? What type of culture do you want in your next career move, the next company, what it offers you? Um, type of flexibility you might offer. Right now, that's huge for people. Like some people want to be in an office 100% of the time. Some people want a hybrid schedule. Some people want to be remote 100% of the time. So it's really trying to figure out all those things. And um, we have to talk to job seekers all the time about like what they want out of that next career move. Um, so really being honest with us and being honest with themselves about what would make them happy and excited for that next career move. So the more that they can, they can communicate with their recruiter about what they're looking for, the better we can help them. Yeah, I think it's the transparency between both mm -hmm. of you that's really going to help you be able to serve your client, which is the yeah. employer and certainly that job seeker. Um, we talked about the resumes. So Lauren, I'm always asking the question, I'm always interested, what is the number one resume mistake that you see when people come to you that you push back on them a little bit or advise them and say, hmm, this is maybe a do different for me to be able to represent you to my client effectively? What would that be? Don't sell yourself short. I think a lot of people try and like sell themselves, they're, they're afraid to put too much on their resume and not in a form of like the amount of words or the amount of bullet points, but what they actually did in their job. Yeah. So a lot of times we have to work with them to pull out what they really did in that role to make it more enticing to someone reading the resume. You know, especially if it's someone who's making a career pivot, it's like we have to think about those transferable skills and really trying to sell them based on those transferable skills. So you have to think about what those are and really kind of be very clear about what it was that you did so that nothing gets missed when someone's reading at your resume. I mean, most people just glance at a resume. We're not reading it, you know, with a fine or going through with a fine tooth comb, we're like reviewing it, reading it, um, kind of like just kind of glazing over it real quick for those key words, some of those key phrases that we can say, okay, this is a good fit. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to work with the job seekers to make sure that they have that important information on there about what exactly they did in their role, make sure it's clear and communicated effectively. Yeah. And I, you know, when I talk to job seekers and we're working on their resumes, I tell them, I, I drop the statistics repeatedly that mm -hmm. research will tell you that recruiters only spend an average of six seconds looking over a resume because they're that good at it. They know what they're looking for. Yeah. And if you give somebody two, three, four, and two is fine, but three, four, and five pages, they're not going to read it. Oh, so no. every piece has to be value added. And when mm -hmm. Lauren's, I think, I, I, you know, tell me if I'm wrong here, Lauren, but when you're talking very specifically, I want people to understand understand us when we're talking about what you did at your past company, taking credit for your results and accomplishments, what you did, what you accomplished, yeah. being able because, right, like everything else, past success is a really good indicator of future performance. And so yeah. if you knew what they were doing and how they did it, 
what type of skills and competencies they use to achieve those results, then you can help talk to your client and say, yeah, this is the kind of person you need. Even if it's not abundantly clear right away, it might be a little bit outside of what they've done, but the more information and the more branding, how you can separate yourself out from someone else, how you can show how unique your skills are, Mm -hmm. not just all these fluffy adjectives and all this other things, right? You know, there there is some of that. But for the most part, to be able to tell your own story to say why you should hire me over somebody else. And you know, the the 15 other people you might be speaking to. Yeah. And I think, you know, quantifiable information on your resume. So if you met any specific metrics or sales results, if you grew some part of the business or what type of a project that you successfully completed, anything that shows the results that you, that you contributed to is super important to have on your resume. Yeah. So you have to show that you just give someone a reason why they want to at least talk to you and bring you in for an interview. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. You know, I find the number one reason that people have a hard time expressing that and even talking about themselves, you know, verbally, just having that conversation is because people aren't sure where to draw the line where they think at some point they're bragging and where they're underselling themselves but I always say it's just because you don't know where that line is. But if you if you're telling the truth, it's not bragging. It's just simply talking about yourself and being able to communicate what you've done. And mm-hmm. so really getting that elevator pitch down, understanding how to condense your information. But talking about accomplishments, you're never bragging because right. you're just talking about the truth. And then right you're just, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. If it's, if it's true, it's not bragging. That's what I always say. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm glad you agree. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so Lauren, I think the other thing with, with recruiters and places like staff Buffalo is that um, I want to encourage people to be able to reach out, to be able to share their information. So if people want to learn more about staff Buffalo, how do you recommend that they do that? The best thing to do is to go to our website, staffbuffalo.com. You can see everything about us on our website. Um, We offer different job seeker services, including like interview workshops, networking workshops. Um, We do resume formatting. Kathy, I know you do the resume writing. We don't do that. We just format the resume Mm -hmm. if you just need that type of help. Mm -hmm. Um, We have all of our jobs listed on our website as well. So if anyone's looking to see what we're... That's a good one. That's good. Jobs are right there. People call all the time and... And it's so funny. They look up, they look us up online and get our phone number. And then I ask them, did you go to our website, staffbuffalo.com? Like, oh no, like, we'll go there. Like all the jobs are there. You can either apply directly to one of those positions or you can um, submit a general application so that you're in our system for future jobs. One of the things that I love that our recruiters have been doing during the pandemic is doing virtual open interviews on Thursday afternoons. So you can sign up for a virtual open interview on our website, which is a great opportunity to talk to one of our recruiters about their, you know, work experience and what they'd be looking for in their next career moves. You can really build that relationship with the recruiter. So they have an understanding about who you are and what you're looking for. If we have a job now, great. If not, we might have one down the road for you, but at least you're establishing that rapport and that relationship with the recruiter. So they know what you're looking for and they can reach out to you when that job comes in. So the virtual open interviews have been a great success. Um, and like I said, it's a great way to talk to one of our recruiters one-on-one about, 
what you're looking for in a career move. And can we also talk about what great practice that is for people that, (laughs) for people that really have not completely embraced the whole virtual interviewing. And if you haven't had an opportunity to do too much of it, you need to practice. It's not the same as being on a zoom meeting with 12 other people and you're this big in the corner, being able to really get your, get your sea legs around you for those interviews. It's great practice too. Mm-hmm. And like we said earlier, it's like, you know, you have to be honest about what you want in a career and what you're looking for in a career move. So if you're talking with the recruiter, they can, you know, kind of help you navigate that and talk through it. So when you go to the interview, you can be very clear on like what you are looking for. And it helps you gauge the company too and the culture there. And you can decide in that interview because remember in an interview, like the job, the candidate interviewing is interviewing the hiring manager as much as their hiring manager is interviewing the candidate. So it's a two-way street. You want to make sure that that company and that job is a right fit for you. So if you're interviewing them, the more likely you are to, um, you know, find that perfect fit. And if it's not the right fit for you and you discover that in the interview, that's okay. Uh At least you did your diligence to kind of figure that out. And then, you know, make sure you communicate that back to the recruiter you're working with or the hiring manager. If you're you're not working the recruiter, just talk to the hiring manager. Communication is so important. Even if it feels like it's bad news, you're delivering bad news, you don't want to do that, you feel bad, you feel bad, you change your mind on going to an interview, or you feel bad after the interview that you're no longer interested, it's okay, but just let the person know. It's, you know, they, it's about respect and, you know, being respectful of someone else's time that they've carved out in their schedule for you, so... Well, I do believe you get what you give, right? So, you know, yep. there's there's always talk about recruiter ghosting, but I, I think it goes both ways. And mm-hmm. you want oh, yeah. to leave the recruiters with a good impression about you and about your candidacy. And that, yeah. you know, you talk, you've targeted a few, or you talked a few times about targeting companies. If my clients, anybody I've already worked with has seen this, they'll be like, oh, there goes Kathy again, talking about targeting companies. But I didn't tell you to say that. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> um, because really that it people don't understand that so much of a better way to, look for a job, a job that's going to be a good job, a good fit Mm -hmm. for your skills and for your personal style and for what is important to you, your values, as opposed to just hoping uh, the job, right job title that you're looking for comes up on Indeed or LinkedIn. Job titles can be very misleading. Exactly. I was just going to say that job title can mean anything at any different company. So a title is a title. They're interchangeable. And sometimes companies make them up. So, oh, sure. Why not? (laughs) We know that's true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Lauren. I appreciate your time today. Is there any last thoughts you'd like to leave with anybody watching this, job seekers or companies? Any last message that you'd like to share today? No, I just, you know, I appreciate your time. I think for job seekers, like definitely if you're interested or even thinking about a job, job switch at some point, career switch reach out to us at Staff Buffalo, sign up for a virtual open interview. Um, if you need to practice your interview skills, sign up for one of our interview workshops. The best way to kind of get your next job is to, you know, start, start working at it, put your feelers out there, talk to someone, start navigating that next uh, move and then like, start practicing for it too. Cause that'll just help you feel more confident when you are in front of a hiring manager going for your next dream job. And if there are companies out there that are looking to hire someone for their team. And if they're struggling with it, which we're hearing from a lot of hiring managers lately, like, please reach out. Even if we don't, you know, end up working together, we're always glad to have a conversation about, you know, what, where maybe you're at with your hiring process and what you're looking for. Um, And just tell you about our process at Step Buffalo and how we work to really match make based on qualifications and culture. 
Love it. Love it. So thank you for using that word matchmaking again. I'm going to continue yeah. to focus on that. I think it also takes it to a very personal level because honestly, job search is very personal for people, yeah. isn't it? So I love mm -hmm. that. We're going to use that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren Lewis from Staff Buffalo for giving us your insights and your time today, pulling back that curtain yeah. a bit to help people. But I'm going to drop Lauren's contact information in the comments section. And also feel free to post any questions you have. You can certainly reach out to Lauren or myself privately. Mm -hmm. But if you have questions, other people do too. So go ahead and leave them in the comments section um, wherever you're watching this and we will definitely answer them. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, Kathy.